you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to week number two. Welcome to the NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer. We're a show. We're a podcast. Regardless of how you are watching or listening, we thank you for joining us. In Los Angeles, my name is Andrew Siciliano, the man on the other side of the screen, live from his Chicago home studio. The man who puts together these power rankings now available on NFL.com. That's Eric Edholm. Good day to you, sir. Good day to you. It's an exciting week. we got lots to talk about. Uh, how was your week one mailbag? Have you changed your home address yet or, or, or tried to make your, uh, your number unlisted? Are you okay? You just said I live in Chicago. You gave the cat out of the bag. I think everybody knows Chicago's now, a big right? place, so, dude. I'm in a, it is. It is. It at least narrows it down a little bit. No, I have not gone uh, zero dark 30 yet, so I'm in good shape. People have been a little rough. A couple fan bases are giving it to me, though. Uh, who's the worst fan base so far? And by worst, I mean best. Yes, worst, best. I mean, these are my people. I grew up in New England. The, the Patriots fans this week, at least, have been giving it to me. They were very impressed, apparently, with a three-point loss. It was a good, it was a good effort, but did, you know, came up a little short. Okay, so they are frustrated, and the fans in New York are are just sad as we tape this on Tuesday morning. We'll get to the Jets and where they are in your new rankings coming up in a second, Eric. I think all of us just kind of feel heartsick for Aaron Rodgers and for the team, certainly. But this totally changes the face of the NFL season on so many levels. Absolutely. Toughest division, arguably, or one of them, certainly. I mean, the Jets pinned all their hopes on Rodgers. They've got a banner defense. You know, certainly anybody who has the Jets on the schedule from here on out is, you know, looking at a better, uh, more favorable matchup, assuming Zach Wilson is the quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, the AFC is completely loaded. It was going to be tough for the Jets to get in anyway. Now here we are with the backup quarterback four plays into the season. It's it's wild, but it sort of fits with their history with bad luck everywhere, it seems. Yeah, and when I said it changes everything, they still have four more primetime games and the Black Friday standalone game the day after Thanksgiving and four more games yep. in the late 4 p.m. Eastern doubleheader window as well. Um, this does change a lot. We'll get to the Jets in a second. Let's get your top eight, however, on the screen. You can scan the QR code on your left or go to NFL.com slash power rankings to see the 49ers up three from number four. They are your new number one. Kansas City lost on opening night. They're the two, followed by the Eagles, who eked out that win over the disgruntled Patriots fans. Then you have the Dolphins at five, the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Bills. The new number one, the 49ers. We said this would be, Eric, the most physical game of the week. They went into Pittsburgh and punched a team in the mouth that had been all through a Mike Tomlin training camp punching each other in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. How's my Steelers pick looking? Not too good, I would say. Yeah, I thought the Steelers would give them an excellent game. Thought maybe the 49ers kind of get going a little bit slowly in this one. Not to be the case. Uh, Brock Purdy sent a statement, I thought, and, you know, just everybody kind of questioning, is he back fully from the elbow? Do they manage this thing right? I think they did, all right? Christian McCaffrey was super, superb. Brandon Ayuk had a terrific game. And, oh, by the way, that defense 
yeah, they lose to Miko Ryans, but Steve Wilkes did a fantastic job. As you said, being the aggressors physically in Pittsburgh and dominating from the opening snap. If I had to pick one team that, that looked the best on both sides of the ball in week one, this is it. That's why they're number one. Yeah, and the 49ers now come to L.A. to face the Rams. We'll get to them a little bit later as well. They were certainly impressive week number one, the win in Seattle. The 49ers have out the Rams really for a number of years. You know, put aside the 2021 Rams Super Bowl win. Fascinating to see how it goes this week here at SoFi Stadium. The Chiefs at number two, the Eagles at number three. Time now for the team of the week presented by Truist Bank. That would be the team that you had going to the Super Bowl from the NFC. The Dallas Cowboys are up two to four after shutting out the Giants on Sunday night. I caught a little uh, heat for putting them at number six in my first rankings. I haven't heard a peep since then. I wonder why. Maybe it was Look because one of the more dominant. On How about that? Yeah, it was right. Hey, I'll get. I mean, I think that big, uh, big-brained uh, defense. I said the reason why. Unbelievable performance. It really started from the block. Field goal on special teams carried over to the defense. Field goal. Even offense got a, a little bit going there in the third quarter. So. Yeah, maybe it wasn't his dominant offensive performance, but I don't think Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy, CeeDee Lamb, all these guys, Tony Pollard, have to worry about being special every single week out because they have that group behind them. And, you know, an experienced kicker performed well his first game, too. Everything went according to plan. It was the same field conditions for both teams, so you can't use that as an excuse for how the Giants played. The Dockways just dominated them from the start. That was pretty impressive stuff. They move on up. And now the Cowboys go home to face the Jets. And, and look, we'll get to them in a second. Obviously, yeah. um, their season has changed, but their defense did not. Fascinating on the week two course correction, which we always see, right? People come down to earth a little bit. What does Dak and what does this offense do this week against what we saw Monday night from the Jets' defense? That, to me, is something to watch. You have the Cowboys at four. You have the Dolphins now at four. Five, Eric. I love what they did offensively. Are you not yep. concerned, however, with giving up 200 yards on the ground to a team that has never shown any dedication to running the football? <laughs> it might be a different year for the Chargers. They do seem like they're going to do that this season, but it's a fair question, Andrew, right? You see that number, it pops out. Sure, you hold Justin uh, Herbert under his average and all that and keep those receivers relatively in check. But I think it sort of speaks to what Vic Fangio wants to do as a defensive coordinator. He doesn't mind you running on him, right, as long as they're not those 20-yard explosive plays, et cetera. He'll give up four or five yards a clip if it means you're not throwing the four-yard ball with your star quarterback. It's a trade-off, and I think Vic's defense still kind of getting used to his system. I assume they'll be better, but I, I thought their their late stops kind of showed that, hey, even without Jalen Ramsey on this team till possibly December, they still have some playmakers on that side of the ball. So I'm not too, too concerned, but I am keeping an eye on it. It was so interesting because Brandon Staley is a Vic Fangio disciple, right? He went That's to right. LA, took it there with the Rams took it across the street to the Chargers there. But it was the Dolphins' defense. And look, they gave up plenty of big plays. That was seemingly more comfortable in Vic Fangio's scheme than the Chargers players who were now in it for year three. I know J.C. Jackson missed a lot of time last year, most of the season due to injury, but he yep. made a couple of boneheaded plays, cost them that field goal at the end of the second quarter with the just, I mean, crazy DPI. I don't know what you're thinking. 
And then he crossed right. them again in the second half. He got the pick in the end zone, then brought it out and backed his offense back up. So, look, the Chargers, I think, are going to be good here, but the Dolphins were the better team. They are number five. At number six, how about the team that won on Thursday night? Time for Future Champs presented by FanDuel. The NFC North odds have, despite the Packers looking good with their victory in Chicago, has, Eric, your number six team now as a clear favorite to win that division. What a day it is, right, the NFL, right? One game can really make that big a difference. I think a lot of people felt like the Lions had a chance to win the division, but a lot of us just really needed to see it for our own eyes, right? They went out there on Thursday night, delivered an epic performance, and they've now got the little mini-buy to kind of rest. And 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 yet I think Dan Campbell's probably just waiting to get out there for the next game. Like he's itching a little bit, probably watched the Sunday and Monday games and everything, but it's such a young, exciting defense, right? They, they fixed that side of the ball at least through one week. We saw Hutchinson take over in that game. We saw Brian Branch in his first game have a 50-yard uh, pick six. So that's the really encouraging thing. Offense still, still kind of coming along. Only two big drives the other day. I think they'll be better once they get the ball in Jameer Gibbs' hands. You saw it, Andrew. I mean, even on limited touches, you can see what a difference this kid could make with an expanded role. They were 11 last week, so the Lions go up five to number six. I'm with you on Gibbs. I also think, and I heard the same thing on Thursday night, why don't we get more from Jameer Gibbs? Well, David Montgomery right up the middle without Chris Jones, right? You're going you're gonna to run yeah. power. You're going to run right at the Chiefs' weakness on Thursday night. Chris Jones is now back, but he wasn't there, and I'm all for running David Montgomery. The Lions are six. The Jaguars are seven. Um, They really didn't do much until the fourth quarter. They kicked it in. They beat the Colts. The Bills are down five, Eric. They go from three to eight after Josh Allen turns the ball over four times. He said, I'm not going to play hero ball. Said that in the offseason anymore. Or at least I'm going to try to pull that back. (laughs) But he got out there. And give the Jets defense credit, especially that front seven. But... You can't give the ball away four times on the road against that kind of defense. They go home now and get the Raiders. Yeah, it's it's so hard to place this team right now because obviously they came into the season like they did a year ago. Super Bowl expectations, right? People look at them. Obviously, the week one win over the Rams last year was everything this game wasn't. It, it was, or sorry, the, the, thing, the, the, the Thursday game in the opener last year, but... Yeah, it just felt like after that touchdown, when when everything was going right, that was such a big statement. Wow, we're back. We have this thing rolling again. The next 35 minutes, they didn't through the end zone. I don't want to put it all on Josh's shoulders because I think it is a team effort up. And, you know, we need to see more from other players. But he said it, and I believe him, right? Those three turnovers and the other fumble that they recovered – those are mistakes you can't have happen consistently. I mean, it seems like every few weeks we're getting used to this type of game from him. So a dangerous place, and that window is maybe slightly closing, but they've got a chance to turn this thing around if, if they can get him right. And I understand that the first interception was, in essence, an arm punt, right? Sure. Just chucked it into yep. the end zone, whatever. But the last one, the fumble, after the amazing Garrett Wilson touchdown catch, and that was sick. Yeah. I mean, that was one of those ones. You heard Joe Buck screaming and yelling. All of us, no matter where you were watching, chances are you had the same kind of (laughs) guttural reaction. So the momentum turns there. The crowd now is back into it again. Zach Wilson's feeling himself. And what does Josh Allen do? He fumbled the snap. Oh, but then he picked it back up. He's fine. And then he fumbled it again. 
Steve Weich and I were yep. doing NFL Game Day Final on the network. Steve made the point. It's almost as if he has the yips now. Mm. He wants to kind of like take control of games and like, oh, don't worry, you pile on my back. I'll get this done. And, and I think that's right. And it's almost like he's got that mentality, but the yips are something, right? Some kind of trigger in his head where it's like mistakes happen more frequently in this in this zone. He said, I don't know what it is, but they've got to figure a way to get out of that zone. Hey, that said, he did at the end of regulation get him into field goal range and Tyler Bass doinked it and sent it to overtime. But in the end... Uh, it's Xavier Gibson running it off. We have yet to reveal the New York Jets. Coming up next on NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer. Where are your AFC East Zach Wilson-led darlings in the new ranking? You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay, everybody. NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer. Let's get 9 through 16. The Jets are number 9, followed by the Ravens, the Bengals, the Chargers, and the Cleveland Browns are up five. They're not the biggest mover, however. The Saints are at 14. The Packers are the biggest mover. More on them in a second. They're up six to 15. The Falcons are up one to 16. Eric, at home, put all these together. Eric, obviously, it's your job to defend all of these. And, and there's no easy way to do this, okay? So philosophically, I, I think it's hard to accept for me that the Jets are now yep. the ninth best team in football with Zach Wilson, a quarterback. But I think the the bigger question here is you have them up two. You had them go from 11 to nine. How do you back up saying that, in essence, they're better now than they were a week ago? Yeah, it's, it was – they were – probably the toughest team to slot this week now they kind of got held a little bit and that the uh you know two teams ahead of them moved down and so it was a little bit of a, a musical chairs type thing but it also was more of a respect pick than anything else i'm willing to admit that you know there are probably more than nine or eight teams that are better than them at this point than nine. given the quarterback situation you know they're obviously gonna have to change things Daniel hackett's getting used to a new quarterback and zach wilson and all that but at the same time the way they ban it together as a team in that game down 10 points able to come back without their starting quarterback win the other you know two phases and at least play a, a stalemate on offense I, I gave him a lot of respect for that Robert Sala could have hung his head we all saw his expression after the, the the Rogers news entered his ear but I think he did a great job of saying all right guys let's let's show everybody we're more than just one guy here it's what a coach has to do in that point but I tell you what, I, I'm not ready to quit this team yet, Andrew. I get that nine is probably a little bit more of a participation trophy at this point. But at the same time, I really believe that they are a good team at this, at this do, juncture. Do you really believe that they're the ninth best team in football? Or is this just a, hey, I got to put them here because that's how the board fell? A little bit of the latter, but at the same time, I'm okay giving them some like a one-week shine. I also felt like, boy, if I have them three or four spots below the, the Buffalo Bills, I'm going to really get that hate mail. And I think it's right. fair because obviously we saw them play very evenly in that game. So they go to Dallas this week, as mentioned. 
if Zach Wilson yep. somehow is in that game of the fourth quarter because the defense keeps them in that game of the fourth quarter, uh, obviously, like, look out here. Wow, that is appointment viewing. At the same time, I, I have said this, and I said it on game day final. Woody Johnson has to call Tom Brady. I mean, what's the worst he could say? <laughs> no. I expect him right. to say no. Right? He already did the Instagram thing. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm shooting hoops with my kids on Tuesday morning. But he has to at least call. I think he should call the Niners about Sam Darnold. Don't laugh. Yes, Sam Darnold, oh, wow. who's undoubtedly a better quarterback now than he was when the Jets, I think, bamboozled the Panthers for what they got and sent him to Carolina. Yeah. I, you have to make that call. I love Zach Wilson. I love the story. And, I, and most importantly, I love the Jets' confidence, at least that locker room, that they showed Monday night to rally behind the kid yeah. and to win that game. I just don't think it's sustainable over the next 17 weeks, over four more primetime games and a Black Friday game and four games in in late 4 o'clock Eastern time, doubleheader, the world is watching windows. I just can't yeah. see it. But I commend you for being bold, Eric, at home <laughs> and for keeping them at number nine and actually moving them up from number 11. The Ravens are 10. Your, your new number 11 team got whooped. That's the Cincinnati Bengals. They were beaten by the Browns. A lot of people said, oh, I'm so surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. I told you the Browns were going to win. Now, admittedly, Eric, I didn't think they were going to win by three touchdowns. Right. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tremendous defensive performance. Anyone who watched that knows that Jim Schwartz deserved to get the game ball and, you know, the 11 guys who started and everybody after that. I, I, didn't, I didn't see too many weaknesses on that side of the ball, at least in that first game. The Browns have had a formula, no matter who's coordinator, to beating Joe Burrow lately. So, you know, there's a little bit of a context there. We know Burrow had the injury last year, didn't play well. They started out at 0-2, offensive line struggled. So we're repeating a lot of the same themes that we've seen in recent years. At the same time, it was such a bad performance for Burrow in the offense. You know, T. Higgins, eight targets and no catches. Some of them weren't even close. To the point where I said, I I've got to punish him, right? And this, at, at the, the Jets giving the boost, that's one end of the spectrum, right? Now the Bengals being kind of overpunished here, maybe, perhaps. But right now, you know, you have to consider these major concerns. I didn't think they played well at all. And, and I'm, I'm taking it to him for it a little bit. Uh, Joe Burrow threw for 82 yards. 80, <laughs> 82 yards. He had over yeah. 30 attempts. He didn't throw an interception. That was an historically low number of passing yards in like the top five of all time for guys with 30 or more attempts without throwing an interception. The Browns got after him. The Browns have owned, owned Joe Burrow. Yep. And that's not an exaggeration here. He yep. came in averaging 295 passing yards against them in his career, but a lot of those were garbage yards late. Regardless, the Bengals are down six. They go from five to 11. Then you have the Chargers at 12. You have those Browns at 13. And how about a team making a power move presented to you by Energizer? Up six, the opposite here of the Bengals. The Green Bay Packers are up six because they whooped the team in your backyard and are now yeah. 15, Eric. 
Maybe this is an overcorrection I heard from Packers fans week one. 21st, are you kidding me? We're better than that, right? You'll see week one. I sure did. I mean, look, the first half was a relatively evenly played game. I still thought the Packers were a little better. And the second half, they turned it on. It was Jordan Love. It was Aaron Jones. It was those young defensive players they drafted the last couple years getting returns on those picks. I thought that was terrific. Thought Matt LaFleur outcoached the Bears coaching staff as well. There were just so many phases of this game that made you think Green Bay still owns the Bears, right? Aaron Rodgers transferred ownership over to Jordan Love, apparently, right? So I, I, I just felt like they looked like a complete football team. We saw earlier, not quite as much national respect as the Lions are getting to win the North, but I think a lot more people opened their eyes, saw, look, this is a good Packers team. They're going to be competitive this year. And Jordan Love has some, has a ring, especially on third and fourth down. They were great. Yeah, and I think that that's the key here. Because I tweeted during the game, hey, Jordan Love, everybody, on that fourth down play where he hit Aaron Jones. Yeah. And Jones sprinted to the end zone and eventually grabbed his hamstring there. I said, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Love. And people said, here it is on the screen right there. People said, oh, no, 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 that, that, that's Aaron Jones. I'm like, dude, that was a fourth down perfect throw. Yeah. And to your point, yep. Eric, on third and fourth down, maybe the numbers don't show it, but on third and fourth down, when they needed Jordan Love to make a throw, he made a throw. And you yep. know that this was a one-sided game in the second half when the questions on Monday to Khalil Herbert and to Matt Eberflus were about effort. Did your team Crazy. show appropriate effort? Eberflus yeah. said the effort is there. Okay, but this was, and hat, you know, tip of the cap to Kyle Brand here. He said this all summer on Good Morning Football. As big a Bears game for that fan base in years, years. And they laid yeah. an egg. It was shocking to see them lay down. Packers fans came in, enjoyed their win, got out of town. And, and, and it's the same as it used to be. It has to be very, very frustrating. Not only the fans, but also the new management, the new coaches and everything. They, they have to get this thing right and figure out what Justin Fields is or isn't this year. This is the year to do it with all the draft capital they have next year. We are halfway home. We have yet to reveal the Bears. Here's a hint. We're not going to reveal them anytime soon. But coming up <laughs> on NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer, 17 through 32. The rest of the list don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Eric at home with the new Power Rankings here. NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer. Eric has the Vikings at 17, followed by the Seahawks, the Steelers, and the Broncos rounding out the top 20. The Commanders, the Titans, the Raiders, and the fighting Baker Mayfields there at 21 to 24. Eric is with us. I'm Andrew Siciliano. The Seahawks, Eric, were 13 last week. They are 18 this week after gaining only 12 yards in the second half against the Rams. Yeah. Well, you spelled it out right there. I mean, a dismal offensive performance and also losing both starting offensive tackles in the game. I mean, adding injury to insult, I guess, if you will. And yeah, it was just shocking. I mean, Geno Smith had, you know, pressure in his face, as you see here, just wasn't getting those clean pockets, especially after the, the backups were in there at tackle. 
So they got a problem. I mean, they've signed Jason Peters, 41-year-old Jason Peters, the practice squad. I don't think that's going to be a, a solution. So you hope for good health from these guys. But also defensively, they didn't turn in a good afternoon. They let the Rams kind of dictate the pace of play. Power runs inside, dicing them up with the pass game. It just was not the kind of week one performance I expected, especially after such a strong year last year making the playoffs. And, and, and yeah, this is not the team I thought I'd see on Sunday. And now the Seahawks have to go to Detroit to face a very good and a very well-rested Lions team. Let's get some other numbers in here. We showed you 17 to 24. We have the Patriots at 25, followed by the Rams, the Panthers, the Giants, the Bears, the Colts, the Texans, and the Arizona Cardinals who fought but could not beat the Commanders. The Rams were 30. Eric, some quick hitters. Let's go <laughs> to them first. They move up yeah. 4 to 26. Yeah, I got to give them some respect, right? They went up to Seattle and, and turned in a terrific performance without Cooper Cup. Who needs Cooper Cup when you have Puka Nakua after all, right? A, a tremendous debut from him. They ran the ball almost 40 times. So I, I really like the approach there. Covered up a defense that uh, just doesn't have a lot of names outside Aaron Donald. What about number 28? My biggest dropper of the week, the New York Giants dropping nine spots and Man, I was tempted to go further. I don't think they're quite that bad. This was just a brutal performance from Daniel Jones, the offense. Defense, respectable, at least competitive. But, yeah, so many questions on that side of the ball. And a lot of questions with the Bears, dropping three spots to number 29. Look, Chicago fans thought this was the game where they could send a statement not only to Green Bay, but also to the rest of the NFL that Justin Fields is getting better. Our coaching staff knows what it's doing. The defense has improved. Andrew, I had trouble finding evidence of any of those things right now. That's why they fell to number 29. And the Bears have to go to Tampa to face the fighting Baker Mayfields and the Buccaneers. The Giants, a chance for redemption. They go to Arizona to face Josh Dobbs. And the Cardinals, obviously, it's far easier said than done. The Cardinals actually fought and hung around in Washington before Sam Howell made some plays, and that defense stepped up in the second half. Eric, this is fun. Have you had fun? It is. Okay. I've had a lot of Be fun. Nice yeah, Eric, I was everybody. expecting this to be painful. Not today. Be nice to Eric. You can find him on Twitter, by the way, <laughs> if you want to send him a message. We're going to be here every week. It's a podcast. It's a show on the NFL channel. Join us every week. Find us where you download your podcast or watch us on the NFL channel. For Eric, I'm Andrew. So long. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.